This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder, coming to you, I was going to say live, well I'm alive, um, but this is recorded in my kitchen if the acoustic sounds unusual. Anyway, I'm in the kitchen and I've got my mug of tea because I have... um, (laughs) had a bit of a time. Um, I'm not complaining for one minute. It's been quite interesting over the weekend where I was um, cycling through the sunlit uplands of Kent. I really was. It was gorgeous, actually. Very early Saturday morning, went across from Folkestone um, on the old Dover Road uh, until I made contact with the A20 and then just hundreds and hundreds of trucks and some slightly cheesed off cab uh, drivers who were um, hoping to get home for the weekend and who clearly hadn't as well of course as cheesed off passengers who were hoping to get away on holiday. Um, You will have heard perhaps quite a lot from people who were um, stuck for many many hours both at Dover and at Folkestone. Dover of course the main departure point for continental Europe Uh, by ferry and Folkestone, the hub for the Channel Tunnel shuttles run by Eurotunnel. And at both of those locations, the frontier controls are so-called juxtaposed, so that if you are in Kent, then you go through French passport control before you leave Kent. And that uh, generally is thought to be a good thing, or that's what it was thought to be. Um, Just remember that this was a huge conveyor belt operation. People would bowl down the M20, they would either turn off for the Eurotunnel or they get onto the A20 and continue on to um, Dover and sail over. And the idea was just get everybody there as swiftly and as smoothly as possible. And that's actually served us well for years. It was always clear, as I mentioned on Friday, that... It was going to be tricky this weekend because it's the main getaway. People tend to leave on Friday um, because that's very handy if school's already broken up and you're going to be somewhere in the south and it's changeover day on a Saturday because you can just stop off somewhere lovely. Well, that didn't happen to everybody who was travelling. So many people needed to stay in Dover that the last room sold for £289. Saturday and Sunday, the focus moved to Eurotunnel and the problems they were having there, many of which were traffic related. And indeed, when you talk to the Port of Dover, when you talk to Eurotunnel, they say, look, we got our bit of operation right. Um, Unfortunately, the traffic was terrible. So let's try and assess why the traffic is terrible. Partly it is because of those extra checks for um, British passport holders. I've mentioned these on Friday. So 
you have to have your passport stamped um, before it was entirely optional um, for the frontier officials just to wave you through if uh, she or he felt like it but they're not allowed to do that anymore no discretion they have to stamp your passport um, as an absolute minimum they should also um, uh, of course check how much money you've got whether you're You've got a return ticket where you're staying. What's the purpose of your trick, trip? Because if it's um, business, then that could have some implications. Um, and, um, oh, by the way, what have you got in the way of food for the journey? Because obviously um, the UK uh, asked to be treated as a third country, third, uh, third country nationals. And um, we're not allowed to take ham or cheese sandwiches into uh, France. Um, all of which we, of course... Um, signed up for and asked for in the uh, Brexit withdrawal treaty. So that was very messy. Um, I think that t- having talked a great deal to motoring organisations, to uh, the people who run the port and Eurotunnel, the answer seems to be that you have terrible traffic congestion, but that is because nobody ever dreamt that East Kent and the road network and the ferry harbour infrastructure and the Eurotunnel terminal would ever not be in the European Union so therefore um, everybody's having to kind of put in more stuff which uh, Port of Dover has done in terms of new passport uh, kiosks but it's a very very limited site and you get traffic backing up and once you've got traffic backing up that causes congestion upstream and it's all very very messy. So, um, things can only get better? Well, no, actually, um, things will get worse. Um, There is something called the entry-exit system, which has been in the pipeline for, since 2016. The UK was part of uh, the um, European Union when we were developing it. And the idea is that, like the US ESTA, um, electronic system for travel authorization uh, this will register when you are there and when you leave and it's going to be far more efficient than having somebody stamp your passport and that's great except how it works and you've got to have biometrics done you have to have the individual having their fingerprints taken having a facial biometric taken and for that you have to be out of a car um, as uh, Tim Reardon, head of U- EU Exit for the Port of Dover, um, said, uh, no such thing as an e-gate for a car, and there's no such thing as an e-gate process for people travelling in a group. They're all one-at-a-time processes. Um, and they, you cannot have people getting out of cars because you're in the middle of live traffic. Um, it would be like asking people to get out of the car at a motorway Um, toll booth it's fundamentally unsafe and yet some solution has to be found and it has to be found by May when that takes effect and you're going to need something called an ETIAS an e-visa if you like it will cost you seven pounds or six euros it'll be valid for three years you'll have to fill out a load of questions and that will get you into Europe you won't have your passport stamp but you will have quite a lot of extra hassle Anyway, thank you very much indeed for listening to the podcast. Oh, there goes a siren. Um, Look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Goodbye. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.